Are carbs good or bad? Today, you're going to learn the truth and you'll learn what determines who should eat what carbs, what kinds of carbs to eat, and when to eat and not to eat them. Welcome to the Best You Podcast. My name is Nick Carrier, and I'm an entrepreneur and fitness trainer who has coached over 500 people through my program, The 10-Week Transformation. If you want to lose 7 to 15 pounds between January and March, then sign up for the January 22nd 10-Week Transformation so you can look and feel like your best you in just 10 short weeks. All you have to do is go to nickcarrier.com slash 10WT to sign up today. You can sign up virtually or for the in-person group in Nashville. Go to nickcarrier.com slash 10WT to sign up today. Today, we're going to talk about are carbs good or bad? I mean, as a fitness trainer and health coach, one of the top things that a lot of my new clients say to me is, I know I need to eat less carbs in order to hit my goal. And the low carb craze is real. I really believe that almost like nine out of 10 people are on that train or on the low carb train. But why are people on that train? What does low carb really mean? And is it right or is it wrong? Today, I want to talk about a few different components of carbohydrates, and I want to start by talking about what a carbohydrate is, then talk about the different kinds, and lastly, I want to talk about the different factors that influence how healthy or or unhealthy carbs might be for our body. So, let's start off. What is a carbohydrate? A carbohydrate is simply a molecule that contains carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen atoms, and it's one of the three macronutrients that our body uses in large supply, the other two being fat and protein. Now, not all carbs are created equal. Certain carbs are deemed simple and some are complex. Simple carbs are known as sugars, whereas complex carbs are either starch or fiber. Simple sugars are more quickly broken down in the body. Now, that's about as sciencey as I want to get with you guys today. I want to dive into more practical things so you have a firm understanding and a firm grasp on how to kind of apply this knowledge. But let's dive into fiber real quick first. When I coach clients in the 10-week transformation, I preach fiber. I say if you're not going to track anything with your nutrition, track protein and or fiber. I always encourage people to aim to get 25 to 35 grams of fiber a day at least, but if you go more than that, then it's only going to benefit for, benefit you, and then think about that through the lens of maybe 7 to 15 grams of fiber per meal. Fiber is really good for a lot of things. It's good for our digestion, it keeps us full, it helps to stabilize our blood sugar levels, and it's good for our gut health. Basically, any whole food that might not be a typical protein source has fiber, but some of the best sources of fiber that I really love are fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Rice, beans, quinoa, lentils, avocados, just to name a handful of them. Now, processed foods, mostly everything that you can find in a package or a wrapper is going to be completely, almost completely stripped of its fiber content because of all the processes that it has gone through. And that means that it's going to impact our blood sugar level to a greater extent. It's going to cause a greater spike and therefore a greater crash in our blood sugar. So when it comes to carbs, fiber is our best friend. Next, let's talk about sugar and let's talk about it through the context of fruit because let's just get it out there. A lot of people think fruit is bad because fruit contains sugar, but that is not the truth. Fruit is not bad. Yes, certain fruits are going to impact your blood sugar more severely than others based off of what their glycemic load is. Now, if you want to go look up what the glycemic index is and glycemic load is, then you can do that on your own time. That'd be a topic of conversation for, for a different podcast, but For that reason, the reason that certain fruits can impact certain people's blood sugars to a greater extent, then some people might be, might benefit from eating less of those fruits. Now, those are the people who are mainly like insulin resistant, metabolically unhealthy, overweight, all that kind of stuff. So you might be able to benefit by 
minimizing some of the fruits that impact your blood sugar drastically if you're one of those people. But if you eat fruits that are high in fiber, like berries, or you eat fruits with other foods like protein and healthy fats, then it's going to have a whole lot less severe impact on your blood sugar levels. And also we think about fruit from the standpoint of like carbohydrates and sugar, but it's a whole lot more than that. Fruit is micronutrients, it has vitamins, it has minerals, antioxidants, so many other things that can positively impact our health outside of simply the number of carbs or sugar that it has. Generally speaking, look, fruit is never going to make you fat. Is it favorable favorable for body composition at high concentrations? Probably not. Like if you're looking at bodybuilders, they're not going to eat a whole lot of fruit. But most of you guys aren't looking to become bodybuilders. And most of you guys don't have the problem of you're eating too much fruit. And that's why you're not able to hit your goals. So don't demonize fruit just because fruit has simple sugars in it. And the last thing that I'll say and I'll touch on this a little bit later as well, is the best time to eat fruit is going to be right before you work out so you can use that quick energy when you exercise. And then also you want to consume it oftentimes with healthy fat and protein in order to make sure you don't have a dramatic blood sugar spike. So we talked about fiber, we talked about sugar, now let's talk about starches. Now, when it starts comes to starches, this is where a lot of people get confused. Is rice good or bad, for example? What about bread? What about pasta? Now, generally speaking, for most of these foods, there is not just a blanket answer, like it's good or bad. I like to think of consuming starches and a lot of carbs based off of four factors. Number one, who is actually going to be eating the carbs or not eating the carbs? Like for the sake of simplicity, if you have high blood glucose levels or you are insulin resistant or you are metabolically unhealthy, then you would probably benefit from limiting your carb consumption to a certain extent, especially simple sugars and starchy carbs that are low in fiber. If you are metabolically healthy and you have stable blood sugars, then starchy carbs can be a great source of fuel before workout and replenishment post-workout. Also, if you don't have a lot of muscle and you live a more sedentary lifestyle, your body is not going to be as efficient at breaking down carbs, making you more likely to store excess carbs as body fat. But if you do have more muscle and you do have live a more active lifestyle, your body has a greater ability to utilize and break down these carbs, making you less likely to store excess body fat. So that is who is consuming the carbs. Number two, when are you actually eating the carbs? Having a healthy source of simple carbohydrate prior to an intense workout can be a great source of fuel and can actually help boost your performance. Having a healthy source of starch post-workout like rice, quinoa, lentils, potatoes can be a great way to replenish muscle glycogen after an intense workout. But if you're eating the carbohydrates in isolation, meaning that you're not eating them before or after a workout and you don't have any fiber in that meal, then your blood sugar levels then might spike more severely. Everyone's blood sugar responses to carbs are going to be different. And not only is it different from person to person, but it's also going to be different from carbohydrate to carbohydrate. So that's kind of when you are eating carbs and how you can make decisions based off of when you are eating them and when they're going to be most beneficial or least beneficial. Now, third, you want to look at the quality of the carbohydrate, of course. You can't just put all carbs in one blanket and expect to get the same body composition response, the same blood sugar response and all that sort of thing. So carbs are not just one thing. You got to think about the quality of the carbs because there's a difference between having a sandwich on white bread versus something like Dave's power seed bread. There's difference in the ingredients used in making that bread, which has a different impact on things like our blood sugar. There's also a difference between something like white or brown rice and then having a bowl of Rice Krispie cereal. There's a difference between having instant oatmeal and steel cut oats. The difference is how close to the source these foods are. Like how many processes have these foods gone through? Are they 
maximally processed, ultra processed, or are they minimally processed and really close to the source? The closer they are to the source, the better they're going to be. Most of the time, that's because they have a higher fiber content and it's going to limit the blood sugar spike and the negative impacts inside of your body and your biology. And then fourth and finally, what are you eating with the carbs? If your meal just contains something like pasta with marinara sauce, then a majority of your calories are coming from carbohydrates and you don't have a well-balanced meal. So you're not going to be hitting your protein goals, your healthy fat goals, your fiber goals, and your blood sugar lo- blood sugar levels are going to rise more significantly, which is ne- going to negatively impact your metabolic health and your energy levels, especially over time. So remember when you're consuming healthy carbs, either eat them before or after a workout for fuel or replenishment and or eat them with protein, fiber, and healthy fats. Again, if you can eat them in tandem with the workout and then eat them alongside a well-rounded meal, that's going to be really a really great idea. Like So for example, an everything bagel with eggs, breakfast sausage, and cheese on it is going to be a whole lot better than just an everything bagel with cream cheese on it because you have a healthier array of macronutrients and your blood sugar levels are very much going to thank you. The real culprit of poor metabolic health and excess body fat is the ultra-processed carbs. When people think carbs are bad, it's really just the fact that these ultra-processed carbs are really, really unhealthy for us. A packaged carb that is high in carbs, low in fat, low in protein, and low in fiber, and has a bunch of artificial ingredients is going to do a whole lot more harm than good inside of our body. This is what leads your cells to become what's called insulin-resistant, which leads to excess body fat, things like type 2 diabetes, more inflation, and many more unhealthy conditions. So stay away from the packaged, ultra-processed carbs as much as possible to positively impact our health. To kind of wrap it all up, carbs are not bad. Some carbs are super, super healthy, and some are not very healthy. We can't have one blanket answer as to if carbs are good or if carbs are not good. Remember, there's fiber, there's sugar, there's starches. You got to think about who is eating them when they're actually being consumed, the quality of the carbohydrate itself and the ingredients in it, and then when, and then what they're being actually consumed with. Let me go through a real quick eight-point bullet list to summarize things for you. Number one, if you are metabolically unhealthy, then you would probably benefit from lower levels of carbohydrate intake, especially processed carbs. Now, metabolically unhealthy means the following. You have excess body fat, high blood glucose levels, high blood pressure, high triglyceride levels, and low HDL cholesterol levels. So if you are metabolically unhealthy, it would probably benefit you to eat less carbs, especially processed carbs. Number two, if you don't have much muscle and you are inactive, you would probably benefit from eating less carbs. Number three, if you have a lot of muscle and you are more active, then carbs can be such a great tool. Number four, if you are consuming them before or after a workout, they can be a great source of fuel and replenishment. Number five, if you're eating them in isolation, it's not going to be as healthy because it's going to have a more significant impact on your blood sugar levels. If you eat them with, number six, if you eat them with healthy fat, fiber, and protein, it's going to be a whole lot better. Number seven, if the carb is a whole food or minimally processed, it's going to be a lot better. And lastly, number eight, if it's an ultra processed carb, it's not very healthy. So try to minimize those in your diet as much as possible. Again, y'all, not all carbs are created equal. And like everything in health, there is not a black and white answer to this question. It frustrates me so much when I see people on social media and Instagram saying that talking in absolutes, talking in it is definitely this way, it's definitely that way, this is the best way, this is the worst way. It's like they're taking so much of the conversation out of context and everything with nutrition requires context and requires 
personalization. So I'm all about trying to provide you with the education that you can then apply to your own personalization in your own context. And if you want more personalized help with this, then be sure to join the next 10 week transformation starting January 22nd, 2024. You can join the in-person group in Nashville, or you can join the virtual group from anywhere at any time. Sign up today to start 2024 and complete control of your health at nickcarrier.com slash 10WT. You guys, there's no blanket answer to if carbs are good or bad. If carbs are good or bad, make sure you share this episode with somebody who thinks carbs might be good, carbs might be bad. Again, it's very much depending on your current health situation and so many more factors. So share this episode, like, rate, review, all that kind of good stuff. Other than that, I hope today helps you get closer and closer to your health and fitness goals and ultimately closer and closer to your best you.